From Relay FM, this is the Pen Addict, episode 173. Today's show is brought to you by Squarespace, Build It Beautiful, and Fracture. Photos printed in vivid color directly on glass. My name is Mike Hurley. Apparently, I can't say the word three, and I'm joined by Mr. Brad Dowdy. <laughs> I missed you, mate. Glad to have you back. Um, yes. We, we, it's been two weeks since we recorded. If you if you weren't aware, last week's was a pre-recorded episode. We recorded two weeks ago, so it's been two weeks Ugh. since we've talked. And I, I've been so anxious to talk to you, and you were running late today. Did your watch stop telling time or something? Well, I, I have nothing to say. Busy <laughs> I don't know what to do. Uh, I, I, I can't help you. Okay. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. Mm-hmm. So. I, so how is it? Uh, how's it being back home? You were in uh, in Portland, United States of America. Um, what I guess it's been a week ago now, late last week. Yeah, well, I came home on Wednesday, uh, Thursday. Mm, okay, so I haven't been home for that long. Oh, so yeah, no, so. for a few days. Good, good. And a great so time. Yeah, I had a good time at XOXO 2015. Yeah. Really great, really great time. Good. And uh, what did Adina think of Portland? Are you ready to move? She loved it. We haven't yeah. had a move discussion, I think, because we know we're not going to be doing it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just uh, any, with you. you know, anytime soon. But uh, maybe yeah. at some point, I think. I, I yeah. think that she she would maybe be on board if if we're going to do it, we'd do it there. Nice. I feel like she might be on board with that now. Well, it, it's a good dream, good dream to have. Exactly. So you know, as great as XOXO is, there's really only one thing the people of this show want to know about. Yes. Yeah. So um, let's let's go ahead and uh, want you tease us with how awesome these field notes are that were printed for XOXO because their pictures make them drool worthy. Yeah, I took I took a picture and put it on Instagram yesterday. I'll, I'll put it in mm-hmm. the show notes, and I did that purely so I'd have something to put in the show notes today. <laughs> yeah, um, you also posted it to the field notes uh, field nuts group. Uh, you were quite a jerk about that one. Yeah, I didn't really get the response I was expecting. <laughs> I was I, I wanted way more uh, anger and and vitriol from people. I I, I felt you. I, I I was I was mad at you. I called you a jerk right there in the in the comment section. Said I would deal with you today. Yep. Yeah, but uh, it was good. So so tell me about them. Uh, so it is different to every other XOXO edition in that. Um, this is a different to basically many, many, many of the uh, special editions that, that Fieldners do. And that these are three packs, all with different covers. They have mm-hmm. a different design. Um, the work, the design work is some of the design work that was done for the XOXO website by a guy called uh, Brendan Monroe. And it's an illustration. It's like these really interesting waves, like in black and white. And on the back of one of them is this little person that's kind of like falling or jumping or something uh but they are really really interesting like field notes could release these as a colors edition and people would be happy i think yeah it's one of the it's one of the best looking designs i've seen come out come out um of field notes since a long time and Mm -hmm. that's counting Colors editions and special editions. It's really spectacular looking. I'm I have a thing for the white covers. So anytime you get yeah. like a white cover with the um, any type of design or pattern on it, I mean I even like the playing day game with the red ink on it. <clears throat> but seeing these black waves on the white background, it just looks really really slick, and uh, I am super jealous. So they were being very cautious about this. <laughs> yeah. So when I went, year I went. Mm-hmm. Um, they had all of the swag on a table and you'd go up and you'd you'd get your bag and you'd put the stuff in it. And one, I think it was on the second day, there was just a table and it was still full of field notes. So I went up to someone, I was like, can I have some more of these? It was like, take as many as you want. So I took like six packs or something stupid like mm-hmm. that. I don't know, maybe it mm-hmm. wasn't that many. Sent a few around though. Uh, mm-hmm. kept kept a couple for myself. And I actually took one of the those ones, the purple ones with me to write some right. notes in while I was there. Uh, I always do that. Like whenever I go to conferences, and I fill like three pages, and, and <laughs> I, know. I don't know why I do it. Like I think I'm uh, going to fill up an entire notebook. Well, you're too busy talking. I exactly. mean, it's a very, it's a very uh, personable conference. Yeah, yeah, we're listening. Yeah, exactly. You're so interacting. It. They actually during the opening address mentioned the fact that the Field Nuts group would want them, and were <laughs> talking about the amounts of money that they go for on eBay. 
uh-huh. like kind of joking around, but being, I think it was kind of an idea as like, just get these and enjoy them. Like don't do anything with them. Right. And right. then basically the tables were manned for the whole weekend. And I think short of going up and stealing some, you weren't going to get any more. Right. That was kind of the way it felt. So I didn't, uh, I didn't attempt to get any more. Right. Um, I have a pack. Adina has a pack. But this, right there, mm-hmm. guess what that is? What? 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 Yours. Yes. Exciting. I wasn't we, gonna ask. We I know were very lucky that one evening we found a set on a table. Huh. There was no one around, so mm-hmm. we just picked it up because <laughs> I, I there was no way you were gonna get these. Like, right? Because. It just was never going to happen. Yeah, yeah. So Adina has done a deal with me. I've opened a pack. I'm going to give mm-hmm. her one of them, and she's going to give me her seal pack. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to keep my seal pack. Nice. Uh, but I have a pack for you. I'm annoyed I didn't send it in America. Like, I thought about it on our last day. I was like, I'm in the country. I should just go to the post office, but I forgot. So I will be sending this to you in the not-too-distant future. But you well, have a set, a sealed set. Right here. Right. That you, makes me uh, four for four on XO. Yep. Yeah, we're, you and I were on alternating years these last three years. So, you know, I got some last year, the uh, digital glitch. Then you got the uh, the pink ones for me the year before, or the purple. And then somehow I, I got pink from somebody somewhere. So that's super cool. Yeah, it was... Uh, oh, actually, I could... I might hold on to these and just bring them with me to Indianapolis and send them there. Yeah, there you go. In a couple of weeks. I'm in no hurry for them because I I don't know if I'll open these or not just because they're so cool looking. And and someone mentioned on someone, yeah, I know someone mentioned on Twitter they know I'm a fan of Joy Division and the Joy Division Unknown Pleasures uh, cover artwork is this uh, black and white uh, Mm -hmm. wave pattern. It's not the exact pattern, but if you pull it up, you can can see the similarities. And so they knew I would be all over this, and uh, I definitely am. You don't have to use them. But you should open them. I think so, just because they're all three different colors. Exactly. You should look at them. Yeah. But these will be hard to get. Yeah, I think so. We'll see if they... Well, last year they released the glitch after the show through Field Notes, and they sold out in like an hour. They didn't have that many to to um, to sell. Afterwards, they had some extras. Um, who? But there's certainly no guarantee that they will have that again this year. No, because they I, I didn't would do bet that any other year. Yeah, I would bet on not, to be quite honest. Yeah, there was a thousand people at EXO this year, so. Yeah. <clears throat> so what else, what else did you do there? Did you get any other uh, cool cool stationary items? I, see, some, uh, uh, see some cool stuff? I got some Oregon County Fair. Nice. Uh, we got those from Pals Books. Mm-hmm. Um, Pals is a cool shop. Yeah, well, we went to, there's like three of them. And yeah. We went to three. Well, I don't know if there's maybe more than three. I don't know, but we went to three. We went to the big pals. There's a mm-hmm. smaller pals and a pals home and garden. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, I just went to the mothership. Yeah, I went to that one too. But we actually spent more time in the smaller ones. That big store is just completely daunting. It is. Uh, no, I didn't get anything else. Uh, I had some. I met some Panatic fans uh, at uh, the podcasters meetup, and. There was a guy whose name I feel so terrible. He just popped out of my head. Oh no! Uh, and I have his name written down, but it's not in the room with me. Um, a really, really lovely guy who also was wearing a relay T-shirt gave me mm. a retro fifty-one fountain pen. Oh, nice! One of the limited edition ones. It was very, very kind of him, and I feel like a real jerk for forgetting his name. Well, you should. I feel like it was. No, see, I don't. Even, I don't even want to attempt it because if I get it wrong, <laughs> it's even worse. Uh, so I feel I feel terrible about that. Well, thank you, anonymous stranger. That was yes. very nice. Yes, and we, we will correct that ne- next episode. We will we will make amends. We, yeah, we will mark that down to to follow up on. And obviously, uh, I met uh, and hung out a bit with a bunch of our uh, great listeners. Mm, of course, they are the best that are that are in the chat room right now. Of course, yep. one of them, as he has been deemed as the man who is everywhere, Mr. Doug Beale. He is. It's like every time you turn on the internet, Doug's face comes up. It's awesome. Yep. Doug, Doug was there. <laughs> he was everywhere because I think he's a. I think he's going to be at release notes as well. <laughs> Doug and is the internet. Also, the lovely Mrs. Soup. Uh, yes, Kathy. we got to, yes. hang, to hang out a little bit as well, which was 
which was absolutely fantastic. I love meeting listeners of the Pen Addict, uh, maybe more than uh, some of some of our other, like some of the other shows. Sure. And I, I actually got one other thing, um, that I will talk about now while I'm in this section. All right. Uh, and then because we got the other field notes to talk about, but we'll get to that in a yes. minute. Okay. So. As seems to be uh, something that's happening a lot to me now, uh, when I'm in America, I get uh, an email from Dan at Chaos Customs. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, he usually tells, like, he, you know, he's, he's hoping I'm enjoying my time. And then he's like, what is your hotel address? <laughs> <laughs> so I send him my hotel address and then he sends me back a shipping number. <laughs> And then a couple of days later, something arrives for me. Now, I actually don't even know what this pen is called. Now, I know that uh, Dan is in the chat room, so he might be able to tell me, but he didn't at any point tell me what this pen was called. Mm -hmm. But this is a pen that Karis Customs are doing uh, for Mass Drop. I believe it's going to be a Mass Drop exclusive, and Mm -hmm. I have no more details than that. Um, But this is a... I'm trying to think what like how to describe it. It's kind of like a retract, mm-hmm. but it's smaller and lighter. Uh, Dan, uh, Dan is saying the EDK, okay, which makes so much sense because I know what that stands for. <laughs> uh, this is the perfect everyday carry pen. Yeah, right here. I, I've seen pictures of this. I know this pen. Yeah. I, I don't have one because Dan's not as nice to me as he is to you. Yep. Um, so, but this pen is maybe the best looking Keras pen yet. I, I, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if I, when I get one in hand, but it's got, um, ridges. Is that yeah. the best way to put it? So it has ridges in the grip section, which mm-hmm. usually is something I don't like, but the ridges are very, very shallow. Mm-hmm. So you don't feel them. Right. Right, they're just nice as a grip. They're not like how, like on that titanium pen, what was that called? The Nexus? Is that the Nexus? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, those are deep. I've yeah, these aren't deep at much. all. They're very, they're very thin and very shallow, so it it just feels nice to hold. Yeah, so Dan might yell at me for saying this, but those ridges remind me of my Countycom Embassy pen, which is one of my favorite, like, metal pens. So this is going to trump that uh, by a long shot. It's so good looking um, with the black barrel and the uh, the um, silver accents and, and clip, silver knock and clip. So it looks super killer. I'm all in on this one when it drops. Um, I, do you know what makes this pen so amazing? What? What they've put inside it. Ooh, what they got? It's the Retro 51 refill. Nice. That's That's what makes it so awesome for me. And that's this is why Dan thinks and knows that I was going to love it, yeah, because uh, it, it had that in it, right? So it has the, right. the refill that I love so dearly. Yes, and that's a good choice. I mean, that's a re- really great choice. So I'm, I'm currently taking a picture that I'm going to put in the show notes. Okay. So. Yeah, check uh, Kara's um, Instagram feed. I've seen one or two pop up. Um, but they never they never call it out by name, which is uh, it's it's nicely done. I like when people do that, uh, do that little tease. Hey, would you sneak in there? <laughs> yeah, it's good, good, good pro tip there. EDK is a great name because I was thinking this yeah. felt like when I was when I was thinking about how what I described this, it feels like the perfect everyday. It feels like the perfect pen for the everyday carry crowd. Mm-hmm. Because it's kind of rugged, but like not crazy, and it's it's small but not tiny, right? Uh, and it's got a retract, like a, a a knock, right? Right, right. So like we talked about two weeks ago on the the pins versus pins, the tactical the tactical pins. Exactly. This is this is not like that. It's a very useful, well thought out design pin that I can't wait to uh to get in get in my hands. Yeah, it's uh, it's awesome, and I am very, very grateful uh, that Dan sent me this. So thank you so much, buddy. I love this very much, and I also love that I have it and nobody else does because yeah, that that's is pretty a, cool. That's a rarity for me, 
but uh, yeah. yeah, I I love this. I think that this this pen is gonna is gonna fly off the shelves. So I would say keep your eye out um, on Karis Customs social feeds um, on Instagram mainly. I guess is probably where they do the majority of their stuff uh, to to get more information about this soon because uh, I expect this will sell out quickly. And trust me on this one, if you like any Karis Customs stuff and or Retro Fifty One stuff, you're gonna want to get your hands on one of these. Yeah, so speaking of Retro 51 and Mass Drop, I got one of their... Um, they sent me a the fountain pen they designed with Retro 51, which was a Mass Drop, Mass Drop exclusive. So that one's pretty cool. I, I have still yet to review it. I just got it like a week or two ago. And and uh, my, my good friend there also sent me, which you may have seen on Instagram, sent me a mechanical keyboard, which is just a massive rabbit hole. That thing is pretty cool. Mm. So yeah, I think I in, saw that trouble. fountain pen. What does it look like? It's kind of it's kind of it's it's black and white with some type of pattern uh, on the barrel. Yeah, that's sitting I, in front of me. I think I didn't like the way it looked. Yeah, personally. yeah, I I do like how it looked. Um, but I the section when I reviewed the uh, Retro Fifty One fountain pen, uh, I forget the model now. The uh, the sections don't really fit in with the rest of the pen aesthetically or or comfort wise. They're a little bit slick. So we'll see how this one does. This is very cool, very cool. So aside from that newness in the field notes, newness from XOXO, we got a real field notes edition. It seemed oh, like this no. one was a little bit. Li- Th- what? This isn't the one I was thinking of. This I do like this one, and this one is the one that was gifted to me by our mysterious stranger. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. no, so I, like I was thinking one. of something else that had a little like character on it oh this was like mm. a cat one that i saw that oh no that's the brand new nine lives i think yeah i don't like that at all yeah 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 they've done cats and dogs and all kinds of random things so before all right so did you see the new field notes edition that's what i was getting at here it, it looked like it, it it seemed like a little bit late i don't know if i was just anxious for him for a couple of weeks it seemed like a little couple of weeks behind maybe yeah it definitely did and, and i mean we were talking about this i never got the e- the announcement email mm-hmm like I just never got it. Yeah, you uh, checked your spam and all that stuff. My spam, that just never checked everything. Like, because I got maybe I got yours because I got it twice. I, I literally got two announcement e- emails. So I I'm not even sure if mine have been shipped. I assume that they have, and I double checked everything, and uh, it seems that uh, I uh, my color subscription is is in date still. So I'm not not really sure what's happened in there. I, I mean, I've never actually looked to to check shipping before because it's like you know that they're going out like i got the email that said like you know we're going to be shipping it out soon whatever right right but i don't think i ever got the here's the edition email Hmm. interesting yeah i don't know what what do you what do you think about it it's pretty cool it's called the shenandoah edition um it's got um three green themed covers uh, to kind of fit the fall leaves, and they have a duplexed uh, cover, which makes it like a double thickness cover, um, which they did for American Tradesmen and Raven's Wing. So it's kind of a durable outside, and then an upgraded paper on the inside. You you notice that, Mike? The sixty pound uh, sixty pound paper change that I think might be their stock uh, going forward. We'll see. Is that so what, the so the sixty pound is the one? What is that like? They've never used that before. All right, so um, is this thicker than anything they've ever used before? No, no, it's thinner than the America the Beautiful, right? Shelterwood and Workshop Companion. Okay, but but it's but between the two. Than, it's between the two. It's a it's a happy medium between the two. Um, and it it works pretty well. I I really enjoy the feel of these notebooks. You know, I'm a I was a big fan of American Tradesman. You can hear the cover thickness. You can tell oh, that that's like cool. a that's like a serious cover, but it's not uh, it's not an overly thick or you know you know it's not something that gets in the way, if you will. Um, the paper feels really good. Um, it's nice, smooth. It's got kind of a moss green grid. I love the colors on this edition. You know, I like the plain editions the most, Mike. Right? So, yeah. like the just the standard covers. Nice color inside, nice color grid. Um, it handles fountain pens better than the standard 50-pound paper editions, um, but not as good as the 70-pound uh, thicker paper editions, which you would expect, expect. It's right in the middle. I don't have any qualms using fountain pens in this. Um, they bled through just a little bit, 
you can see through a little bit, nothing like the stock editions do. Um, I wouldn't hesitate to use fountain pens in here at all. You know, cool. if I picked up a fountain pen and started writing in it, um, it's awfully smooth. You know, with the fountain pen ink, it does soak it up like really quickly, which is fine, but it doesn't bleed through too much, which is good. Um, dry time's fast. All the other pens work great, as you would expect. I, I just find the, uh, maybe it's because the workshop companion was not a smooth paper. You know, they had some uh, particles, you know, in the, in the paper. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, anyway, it had some texture to the paper. This fiber? is just a, yeah, like the fiber, like the fibers would stick up. Did you not notice that? Oh yeah, I did. Yeah. 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 So like your, my nib would hit the, hit the thing and bump, hit the page while I'm writing. But, um, this is just dead smooth. Colors are spot on. The covers are spot on. Each of the three shades of green have a different color internal. So one's yellow, one's, uh, orange and one's red. Um, it's just a sharp, all the, all around good addition it's um i guess it was time for one of these right with the they don't do the extreme stuff every single edition right two rivers was the crazy letterpress cover that took them like a year to produce the workshop companion was built as a set with a with a uh, sleeve to get all the six book pack in and lots of different design work went into all six covers of these. This is just more of a basic edition. It seems to happen a lot in the fall. And we've talked about how fall releases generally tend to be my favorite releases. <laughs> um, I don't know if it's cause they're the most normal, you know, like unexposed. I'm a huge fan of, which most people don't like. I'm on the short side on that one, but drink local. I of course love, you know, the, and then the older editions like Mackinac autumn with the three cover, three color covers um, are just fantastic. So I really appreciate the simplicity of this book. Um, it, it, it's a really great addition. I think it's better than the last two editions personally, um, Workshop and, and Two Rivers. So I don't know. That's my take on it. I'll be interested right. to see what you think when you get in, when you get them in. I mean, I need to see them because, yeah. I mean, I love it when they do crazy stuff, right? And right. these aren't crazy stuff. They're yeah, actually... And I do, I do too. I appreciate the crazy stuff on my desk i appreciate the simple stuff is that makes sense these are like the most plain notebooks they've maybe done in a couple of years i think like looking through them now right like mm -hmm. ambition were plain but had craziness going on with like the gilding unexposed yeah. was super bright and mad right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh and then like drink local had the rubbery covers mm -hmm. and then kind of you go back to like something like day game in 2012 Right. I mean, I know that they did something cool with the cover, like where they 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 kind of used two pieces of paper, but right, right it's just two different colors of paper. Right. I, I mean, I I know I'm gonna love these because they're gonna be simple, right? To mm -hmm. to use them, I'm gonna love them. Right. But I'm not gonna put these probably high on my list because I love it when they go a little bit off the wall. Sure, I, I can I can respect that, and I I believe in that too. I love seeing the crazy stuff they come up with because they come up with things that no one else. Uh, does you know they're able to take those risks and they have a history of delivering a great product so you believe in everything that they do right I mean that's why we're we talk about them on the podcast because we love them as a as a company and what they stand for and and how they operate they come um, really really high with the uh the amount they're doing I didn't even look what's the number 40, on this thousand one? packs that's definitely the biggest ever got to be right yeah not counting county fairs and all the other random stuff that they that is definitely the on. biggest ever i didn't i didn't think they had one over a hundred before did they i'd have to go back and look they have them all listed on the pages that's a lot wait a hundred um, what a hundred thousand hundred k no forty thousand i know forty thousand three packs is a hundred and twenty thousand books oh sorry yes i see what you mean uh uh no you're definitely right uh yeah. ambition was thirty thousand and okay. workshop companion was seventeen thousand boxes. That may have been more, actually. What's a six sixty forty two? That's one oh two. Yeah, so, yeah. Okay. But it's still it's over a hundred thousand. But not yeah. This is this is the biggest edition they've ever done. Nice. And that seems really interesting to me because mm -hmm. I don't know. Like I would feel like one of the biggest editions they've ever done would be one that were like flying off the shelves to non field notes nerds. And I don't know if this is it. Yeah, night sky. I always harken back to Night Sky was the one that 
that kind of crossed over. Yep. The, and uh, they did 45,000 books when they probably could have sold 45,000 packs. Right. Because that's my favorite edition, I think, still. I can't remember that, if I've said that in the past, but I'm pretty sure that that is it. Yeah, that keeps climbing the charts. That's uh, it's that's just, an amazing edition. I don't amazing. know if they will ever top top nice guy in my opinion uh, I, 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 because it's so understated mm-hmm. but has a magic that i don't think any other field notes book has those mm-hmm. the, the 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 constellations are just stupendous very much yep. very much love those but yeah I'm, I'm excited to get them in as i am every other time and i bought a pack as i always do i i, I bought a pack before i because I, I don't usually do it before i get them unless they blow me away but i always end up buying mm-hmm. an extra pack but i thought oh, i'll do it before they sell out i wish i would have seen the forty thousand thing i wouldn't have rushed <laughs> that is a lot man they have printed yeah. a lot i assume it's do you know i i reckon it wasn't necessarily a choice might have been but they made their own covers right which they've never done before Mm-hmm. Is that right? Um, I read something along the fact that they that, that, that they did something that they haven't done before. Oh uh, well, I mean, they did the the covers they did in two other editions before the duplexing, make them thicker. But here you go. We've used duplex paper before in our American Tradesman and Ravenswing editions, but this time we had specific paper and colors in mind, and an off the shelf solution wouldn't work. So for the very first time, we made our own. Gotcha. So that's gotcha. probably why the run's so large. Well, I think it's probably just because the the amount of retailers just keeps picking up, right? They have yeah, X good amount good that's point. sold every every quarter. There's X amount, and then you know the subscribers on top, and then whatever the percentage of the uh, uh, runover is. So I'm sure it's it's close to the same math every time as everything keeps increasing. But yeah, awesome. So, I hope that's the case because uh, I like to see them growing as a company and it makes me happy. Was Jim at EXO? Yeah, I saw him a couple of times. We didn't really get any time to really stop and talk, but uh, good. we we said hi and, and you know had a little chat here and there. Uh, good. I'm looking forward to getting these in and I will update with my uh, thoughts and feelings a little later on. I'll be interested to hear what you say. Great stuff. Take a break. Yes. This week's episode is brought to you by Fracture. Fracture is a lovely company with a fantastic product. They are transforming how people print and display their favorite images in their homes, their businesses, wherever they want. And they do it in a way that I really love. Over a trillion photos are going to be taken in 2015. And Fracture wants to help rescue your favorite moments from the dark corners of your camera roll or timeline. Super simple. You go to FractureMe.com. You upload a photo of your choice. And they don't just make an amazing print of it. They make an amazing print of your photo directly onto a piece of of glass it kind of feels a little bit like magic and when you receive these fantastic glass photo prints you will want to mount it immediately because it looks so awesome no frame right this is just your photo with some glass on it right that is that is all it is so your photo the beautiful image that you've chosen the photo that you love or the photo that you really want to display for whatever reason you know maybe you work in a business and you want to put some uh, pictures on your walls of your business to show off your clients your great products or something that you sell or maybe it is that you want to uh, print out some photos of your children to hang in your home and you do that with with fracture and basically these pictures they take up everything that the eye can see right there's no frame around them there's no uh, air in between the photo and a piece of glass it's laminated directly on there it looks fantastic it really draws your attention and so you're going to want to mount it immediately and they make that super easy as well they put everything that you're going to need right into the box to mount or display your photo their order process is super simple Uh, they have a bunch of different sizes that you can do so they have five different rectangle sizes and three square sizes so they're perfect for any photo that you may want to print and each fracture is hand assembled and checked for quality by their small team in Gainesville Florida. Fracture prints also make really great gifts for family and friends as well. And with prices starting at just $15, it's not going to break the bank. You can help support this show and get 15% of your first order with the coupon code PENADDICT. If you use that at checkout, just go to FractureMe.com to get started. Thank you so much to Fracture for their support of this show. 
So I finally bought my first fracture. You know, I keep saying that I was oh, going to do good. it. <clears throat> yeah, I love them. It's one of those things where you get and you open it up and you get that little smile on your face. You're like, yeah, this is pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it's like I made the right decision. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It makes you feel good when you get it. It's like, oh, man, they really do a good job. It, it, it's pretty cool. So I, I had a picture, though, that my wife took of me and the kids uh, nice. on my birthday that uh, I got so I could bring it uh, to my office. It's really cool. Very happy with it. So I will be getting that was my uh, experiment. So now I'll uh, now I'm hooked. So I'll, I'll be getting some more. Good stuff, man. So continuing on the notebook thing, this is a very notebook heavy, uh, very paper heavy episode. We have lots more to talk about. Um, did you see these word notebooks that I reviewed today? The Blue Mountain and Black Mountain? Yep. I went and read your uh, your your post. Yeah. So these came out, I don't know, they've probably been out a month or so, and they're just spectacular looking. I mean, talk about something that fits my visual aesthetic perfectly. I couldn't stop staring at these. And even though I'm not, I don't buy all the word notebooks that come out because I don't use the system that much. I couldn't help myself. I had to get these um, and get them in hand. And I'm, they're just freaking spectacular. I think that I said that on my post today that they're the best looking notebooks produced this year. So, I mean, they're, they're definitely the design winner for the year. And, you know, but, you know, in the post I talked about, you know, if you're not going to use their system, you're going to have to decide, is it really worth purchasing? But one of the cool things about word notebooks is, I sent him a tweet uh, late last week or over the weekend even. I think it was late last week. And I I told them, hey, I'm going to need an image of this for my phone wallpaper. And then like two days later, they're like, here you go. So a bunch of people were asking for that. So we'll have the link in the show notes to the uh, tweet where they uh, built out a mobile wallpaper for their Blue Mountain Word notebooks. I thought that was pretty cool. And uh, I, w- I was really, really happy about that. And a bunch of people downloaded it. So um, that was that was kind of neat to see. So do you have any word notebooks at all i don't think so yeah i'll send you one one time when i send you a package just to see what you think about them they're not fountain pen friendly at all i don't think um but all the other pens work good you know it's pretty much standard issue memo book you know if you think of just a standard issue memo book no fountain pens are going to work well i don't use fountain pens in stock field notes even uh despite you you and i disagree on, on those points but um they're they're such a good design and um you know, if people uh, people didn't read the read the comments they or read the uh, entire post, they might want to. And Merber Draws, who is listening in the chat room, she might want to check out some of the images on the post. I'm just saying. Um, I'm not sure if she's seen them yet, but, you know, maybe check out the post. Maybe read it a little, uh, little bit more in depth. All right. I didn't pay enough attention either. Yeah, well, it's it, it. It was a note just for her. She's a she's a special flower, so she she'll have to check it out. And then other people um, should uh, also check out because they're, I might be giving away a couple of packs, but I didn't do it in the normal way just to see if people are paying attention. Some people are <laughs> clever, very sneaky. <laughs> I do that every now and then. I'll just drop it in at the end of the post, like, hey, you know, leave me a comment. I got two extra packs. I'll send them to someone instead of making a big giveaway thing. So. So before before you um, went to XO, what? I, I want to mention these, and we'll talk about these for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, I basically went to these, and I kind of I was reading a review, and then I opened a tab to buy them. Right, they look fantastic. Sure, but that system, like I don't, I don't, I don't like it when a notebook manufacturer forces you into a thing. Right. You right. Know? And I made these a comment aren't called about that. like I don't know, like the word system notebooks, right, or whatever. But like it seems like just like to do system basically, which I don't know, it's like kind of frustrating to me. So I made a comment on that um, in the post that what is the long term vision of word notebooks? You know, I, I'm not looking straight at my post, but I essentially said, are they just going to continue? Basically. They make covers for notebooks because the insides never, ever change, right? So if that's the long-term thing, that they're going to do one thing, do one thing well, that's great. But at what point does everyone have all the Word notebooks that they need? Are they going to keep buying them for the covers? You know, with other brands, you can get some different things sometimes. So it, it was just a point that I wanted to bring up, which is the point that you're making um, pretty much. You know, it's a fixed, rigid system. You know, you are certainly allowed to do other things within the notebook, but you're still doing it around their to-do list, task list setup. So I think we're on the same page as far as the 
the system goes. Um, it, it's certainly simple enough to use. That's my kind of system if I was to use, you know, a, a regular system. So, yeah. All right. So before you went to EXO, you had the big Apple event in San Francisco. Yep. Were you still in the UK at the time or were you I in was route? on a plane? You were on a plane at the time it was happening. So did you land to a bunch of OMG pencils, <laughs> pencil talks? <laughs> when... A little bit, actually, a little bit. I mean, people were more commenting on the fact that I was right about my predictions mm-hmm. of the iPad being announced at all mm-hmm. at that event. Um, I mean, I've spoken about it at length all over the place. Sure. Yeah, we don't have to go into it too much, but I was just kind of... I'm interested to know what you think of it, though. Um, I think it looks pretty impressive. Um, <laughs> you know, one of uh, a friend of the show, TJ Cosgrove, and I meant to put this link in the uh, in the, oh, so in the good, notes. Right? He, uh, he did a parody of the uh, pencil with a black wing, and it's just freaking brilliant. And I've actually talked to him a few weeks back. We're going to back. We're going to get him on the show pretty soon to talk pencils. And uh, he's one of your countrymen. So uh, we should uh, we should have some good time zone fun with him. Um, but we'll get him on. But he did a nice parody of basically look what you can do with a real pencil. It's kind of the same thing. So, but in general, how much is this going to cost? Do we know yet? The pencil, yeah, is ninety nine dollars. Ninety nine. But it can only be used with like the eight hundred dollar iPad Pro. Right, right. So I'm not about the Pro at all. Okay. Um, I don't really. I mean, I say that now. I don't have any interest in it. Um. I don't need too many devices. That would be an extraneous device to me because I would still, I'm still looking to do my um, most difficult air quote work, you know, uploading, you know, recording audio, video, things like that on a MacBook. You know, I want the standard computer. I don't want to have to buy the keyboard accessory. Um, I would consider the pencil if it worked on like the iPad Air eventually. Um, but you know, I do have the paper, uh, paper by 53 and the pencil by 53, which I think is a really good stylus. And it has a lot of the pressure sensitivity and, um, a lot of the things, you know, it, the pencil and the iPad pro don't, don't, um, don't really speak to me for the way I use things right now. They would be extraneous items for me and I don't need that, um, in my life. So they're not even on my shopping list, but the only thing on my shopping list this day, these days is, um, you know, a new MacBook pro I might upgrade here, um, in the next year or so. Um, that's about it. Otherwise I'm, I'm pretty set with my workflow, um, and, and how I work and what I need to get that work done. So what are your, what are your thoughts on the pencil? I am mainly undecided and put a link to Two episodes where I've spoken about it. Two different shows. One upgrade, one mm-hmm. on Cortex. I am definitely going to get one to right. try out. Because, you know, on all of the shows other than this one, I am the pen guy. Right. Right? Right, right. So it's, you know, it, it kind of feels like I need to be a person to try this. To see right. if this is actually anywhere near the experience of writing on pen and paper. I mean, not detectile mm. experience, but like, sure. can you write notes small? Can you write them reliably? Because a lot of Apple's stuff is focusing around art, right? which is definitely the place they should focus it. I don't think it would work from an advertising perspective to be like, here's someone taking notes. Like, I don't think that works, <laughs> right? Sure. You've got to show beautiful artwork being created to sell it. Sure. Um. So real quick, just for clarity, you recently purchased a Wacom tablet. Yes, but not one with a screen in. Okay. Just the gotcha. ta- pen tablet. Just the pen tablet. Okay. Yeah. And what are you using that for? I was using it for editing. Okay. But I prefer a mouse still. But I'm okay. hanging on to this thing because I have some other ideas and stuff I'd like to do in the future, and and okay. maybe having this thing because it wasn't expensive and the business paid for it. So sure. I'm just going to keep it around because I think it will get some use in my in my future, but not not for the time being. Um, I'm interested and I'm kind of undecided, but I know I want to try it. Uh, I don't even know if I would use it 
even if I kept the iPad, I don't even know if I'd use the pencil. Right. Right. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm with you. I well, it's a. It's a definitely a wait and see. It's certainly something I'm not chopping at the bit for. So, um, what I am chomping at the bit for is I didn't see this link until now. I thought it was related to the pencil you put in a link about the uh, Apple pens and notebooks that yeah, were at so the Apple Store. The Mashable link. Apple have redesigned their company store in Cupertino, mm-hmm. and it's now an Apple Store, which it wasn't before. Uh, mm-hmm. It was just a store where they sold stuff, but now it full-on sells Apple products, mm-hmm. uh, like Macs and stuff like that. But now they have also revamped the line of stuff that they did sell, T-shirts and stationery and things like that. If you scroll down to the bottom of this post that will be in the show notes, as a Mashable link. Um, there's a couple of pictures. Uh there are some notebooks which are the same sizes as the iPad Air and the iPad Mini. Mm-hmm. And there are also uh some pens. Yeah. So you're asking me What are, are these, these? These are retro fifty one hex. Are they ones. definitely? No. But they're dead on. I, I have one. I just right. if I would have looked at it before the show, I would have gotten mine out to see if they have that flange at the top near the knock. That's the only thing that's throwing me off a little bit. But the packaging's the same. The the knock is the same. The hex is the shape is the same. The clip looks the same. Um, if they have that little flange, yeah, I at you at right at the top um, where the knock meets the top of the barrel. Um, I'll, I'll look at that afterwards. But it it's a dead ringer for the hex uh, retro 51 hex ballpoint uh, pen and pencil. I mean, dead ringer. And even, they even have the round uh, tube storage, right? The yeah. packaging it's, it's the identical packaging. So all um, of that is what made me think that it was retro 51, mm-hmm. but I don't know. Is, is our re- retro 51 making these? Or is Apple making those? And so that's more interesting to me. If Retro 51 are making these, (laughs) I need them. (laughs) I mean, if Apple are making them, I would maybe get one at some point. If these are made by Retro 51 with Apple logos on them, Uh that's a whole different ballgame for me. (laughs) One of each. Now the paper that's in the picture, I can't tell. I, I can't tell enough to say anything about that. Yeah, it's, uh, it's too hard to see. I feel like um, the notebook, note paper notebooks are easier to white label. Sure, these pens are awfully, awfully. I mean, when you throw in the packaging, it's it's got to be. It just, I mean, I don't see any any way it's not. Unless which is good because that's just, a sweet, sweet pen. They're I mean, just one hundred percent ripping them off, which is completely possible. But that I don't would be think it's really ripping them weird. off. I think they're probably whoever's manufacturing is manufacturing from them. I don't think it's a. I mean, I, I think it's more of a in conjunction with or white labeling. Oh, do, you, so, do Retro Fifty One not make their own stuff? I don't know. I kind of doubt it. I kind of just assumed that they did, but that makes no. now. Now I'm thinking about it. I'm like, why would yeah. they? Yeah, I doubt it. Hmm. So Dan, Dan says he's a hundred percent sure this is white label, and I, I tend to agree with him. Yep. But it's a well, it's man, it's well done. I'd be all over that. I mean, it looks like a just as we talk about the the white labeling thing. It, it's it's straight up a Muji shelf right there with all the uh, coffee cups and carafes and everything. So yeah, yeah. so which is cool. I, I'd be all about it. You know, Mike Dudek sent me one of these pens uh, a year or two ago, and uh, out of the niceness of his heart, because he wanted me to have one, and uh, I, I would be all about getting one of these Apple ones. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, I'll pick one up one day. Yeah. Yeah. Do they do they sell those online or those physical? No, um, no, yeah, they don't do them. any of their store. Yeah. Any of their Cupertino shop only. is all in person, right? Yeah. 100%. Yep. Yep. Apparently, uh, Dan is saying Retro 51 manufactured to your specification. So Yeah, they make they make a lot of pins for a lot of people. Yeah, so. but that that's what I'm saying, right? Mm. Is this Retro 51 making them? Not with their branding on. Sure. But I want to know if Retro 51 is making these. And you want to know if Retro are, 51 is involved or Apple's just going to the factory and saying... I want to know if Retro 51 pen. are involved. Right. Because if they are, that is a... That is a that is a grail pen right there. <laughs> well, I'll see what I can find out for you. Yeah. Let me write that down. Retro 51. I need to email them anyway. 
because I, I know I'm I know some people who I could maybe beg and plead to pick one up for me and maybe send me one if I'm yeah really really nice. Yep, yep, yep. Cool. So we, man, this is a good episode. We got so much more to talk about, but let's um, let's talk about some uh, some new Kickstarter and Indiegogo goodness. What do you think? Some uh, some crowdfunding projects that I think are pretty cool. Yeah, um, let's talk about this Jaws <laughs> thing. You sound um, oh, what's the word? Uh, it sounds like you might have an issue with it, or you're very super concerned, or. <sighs> What do you got? What do you got? What do you got for me, Mike? I mean, I think I said this last time. Just What's your the favorite worst John? name. It's just the worst name. <laughs> I got some feedback on that on Twitter that agreed with you. It's just like you. It's difficult to spell it and write it, let alone saying it. Jones, Jones. Mm-hmm. Like it stands for something, right? Yeah, but I just a wallet notebook just a, solution. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yes. But I, you know, uh, where did we see these before? How have we come across these? I know that from, we have. From my site, I, I talked with Daniel, the guy who makes them, like a, over a year, year and a half ago. Yeah. He sent me like one of the prototypes. So I reviewed it, it and I talked about it on the show. Mm-hmm. And we'll put that link to, in, in the show notes to my review of it. And I like it as a concept. Um, I think it's a cool, cool concept. And then, you know, like I just had a plain white cover one. That's when he sent them to me. He was just making a making a handful of them, sending them out to people. And I think he sold a few. Then it, he kind of went away and it's been like a year and a half. And now he's got the same concept with finally a bunch of different covers and styles. And I, I'm all about it. I mean, I'm a backer for sure. Um, you know, I like the, uh, there's four different uh, colors. Um, there's four different, there's an Airland Sea and a Midnight one. And then I think there's maybe a plain one, but you know, I'm looking at like the Air and Sea or something like that. I just think they're pretty cool. Like when I was in Vegas, I could have used this, you know, if I would have remembered to bring or dug out my old one, I totally would have used this as a wallet replacement because I ended up with so much other paper in my pocket and alongside money and credit cards. I could have used like a one one stop uh, companion like this. It would have been dead on perfect. I, I would have been a happy camper if I remembered this beforehand um, just for what I was using. And, you know, I ended up using a my wallet plus a notebook, but just a standard notebook, which we're going to talk about in a minute. And then stuff like paper just like folded it up in there and hope it stayed in. You know, the Johns would have been perfect for that. So I like them. I'm in. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's not something I need a million of, but, you know, I'll get a couple and uh, use them as needed. So I'm not going to carry it every day as my primary wallet, but it's going to be a use as needed thing. And uh, I, I think I'll get a lot of use out of it, to be quite honest. So their Kickstarter page has sold me on it. <laughs> uh, no, I'll tell you why. Uh-huh. Passport holder. Yeah, it's a pa- it's so it's made to be the passport size, whatever the past standard passport dimension is. I don't know that exact dimension, but that's what it's based off of. So your standard passport dimension, it's made to to cover that, and as well as you know having the other pockets, you know, yeah. two cre- two credit card slots, notebook, uh, cash slot, and then uh, just a folder pocket. So I'm not going to buy one though because mm-hmm. if they were in a store. Right, and it yeah. wasn't. I would buy it because I'm going away again in like three weeks. Right, right. So I would just buy one now for that trip, but right. like it would be shipping in December, so probably January, mm-hmm. uh, because Kickstarter, right? Sure. Um, so I'm not going to need it, so I'm not going to get one. And then maybe this will come across my path at some other point in the future, and I'll pick one up then. Uh, the reason is I didn't consider the passport holder aspect of this before because mm-hmm. as a notebook I don't understand this it doesn't make <laughs> sense to me as sure. a uh, passport holder that could also keep some stuff in it like paper maybe you could also try and find a way to hack a notebook in there as well or you know and it's made out of paper it's really lightweight and thin and you can kind of keep all your travel documents in I think that's kind of cool but mm-hmm. like as a notebook I don't get it I, I just don't get it because it's like if it's a note book right mm-hmm. i'm not gonna put my stuff in here every day like it doesn't feel strong enough like as a wallet you know right at least that's my feeling i wouldn't want to keep my credit cards in there yeah i agree 
a lot of people have this set up in a leather wallet, which I find too big and cumbersome, right? Yeah, you, know, tried you can that. get this type of setup, but that's just way too big for me. I don't carry yeah. anything in my back pocket and that's where that would have to go. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think it's, I think it's interesting. Um, and, uh, yeah, well, interested to see how it goes. I mean, it's definitely going to fund. They're only like a thousand dollars away with 24 days to go. So it's, it's definitely going to fund if, if you're interested and we'll have the link in the show notes, show notes for it. And, uh, we have a few more, a few more crowd, crowd-funded projects to talk about. Well, let's talk about one of our good friends before we get to there. Sounds great. This week's episode is also brought to you by Squarespace. You can start building your own website today at squarespace.com and use the offer code INC at checkout to get 10% off Squarespace. Build it beautiful. When it comes to giving yourself a place online, there is nowhere better than Squarespace. They put all the power you need right into your own hands and take away the pain points, like having to worry about hosting, scaling, or what to do if you get stuck with something. With Squarespace, you can build a site that looks professionally designed regardless of your skill level, no coding required. With their intuitive and easy-to-use tools, you can make your own website look and feel exactly how you want. Squarespace has state-of-the-art technology to power your site and to ensure security and stability and they are trusted by millions of people around these, around the world because of these great features and stuff like their site templates which are all fantastic to look at and they all feature responsive web design to make your site look great on all sizes of device. They have their 24-7 support with live chat and email and they have teams located all around the world to help you. They have their commerce platform, which allows anyone to add a store to their Squarespace site, their cover page functionality to build great-looking single-page websites, rock-solid, fast hosting, and so much more. And if you want to stretch Squarespace even further, their dev platform is now out of beta and available to everyone. So if you know the code and you want to use the code, you can go in there and change the code. If you sign up for a year, you'll also get a free domain name, allowing you to choose exactly what you want your site to be called. Squarespace plans start at just $8 a month, and you can sign up for a free trial with no credit card required and start building your own website today by going to squarespace.com and when you decide to sign up make sure that you use the offer code INC at checkout you'll be getting yourself 10% off your first purchase and you'll be showing your support for this show we'd like to thank Squarespace for helping us out with all the great shows at Relay FM Squarespace build it beautiful all right, so we talked about the Story Supply Kickstarter uh, when I got back from Las Vegas. That was a notebook I, I had taken with me. And at the time, it, it hadn't launched on Kickstarter, so I just wanted to mention that. Um, it's a really great notebook and also with a great story that they um, – for every every pack they sell, they send a supply kit to a kid with a story to tell. Um, so they send out notebooks and pencils um, to kids. They work with a group called – oh, what's the group? Oh, man. It's a charity group across some um, – uh, 826 and they're in, in like a bunch of major cities in the u.s uh, boston chicago la dc and they're partnering with them to send out um these notebooks and other kits to to kids uh who could use them and you know use them to be creative and use them to uh get their brain firing on all cylinders and get their heads out of the uh, digital devices or out in front of the TV and get their creative side engaged. So I just wanted to throw that out there because we had talked about it, but it wasn't live um, when we had talked about it last. And uh, it's a real high quality book. I enjoyed it uh, when I carried it. It worked well um, with lots of pens, pencils, everything. So Mike, it's just really interesting and I don't know how they're making any money. Yeah, maybe that's not their goal, you know. I mean, yeah, sure, but it's yeah. just, it's interesting to me. I think it's, yeah, I, I, this is great. It's a great project. It's yeah, certainly noble, noble cause. And like uh, Dan says, you know, just like the paper stacks project, which we talked to in the past, you know, that's also you know kind of like a you buy notebooks and they donate notebooks to uh, to kids in need, and um, it, it's really great to see these types of things take off in our community. You know, we certainly love seeing that and uh, getting the kids more involved. I mean, I think that's super important. We'll, we'll both agree on that, that it's super important to, to keep, uh, keep the kids grounded, I think, and, you know, get some of the creative aspects of their brains going. And I think uh, pen and pencil and paper are one of the best ways to do it. Speaking of which... Speaking of which, our good friend Linda Shrewsbury and her daughter Prissa, who we met at the Atlanta Pen Show, who yep. everyone knows as the Curse of Logic people, um, who have done an awesome job at kind of resurrecting cursive handwriting. 
um, they have a new project. It's on Indiegogo. Um, it's called Cursive to the Classroom. And what they're doing this time is not just um, crowdsourcing the book creation like Kickstarter. You still can get books and things. But what they want to do is they want to get these books into more people's hands. So more students' hands. So they're asking um, you to sponsor books to send out to kids and there's also different backer levels where you sponsor a book for a kid you get a book for yourself you get access to the online classes that they're doing linda has done an awesome job and she's traveled around she was at the dc pen show so i got to see her there um and she is just really really kind of taking this by storm and just really going after it so i wanted to point this out for everyone that was a fan of the cursive logic uh project when it first came out this is another way to to get involved with cursive logic get this cursive um cursive um workbook into kids hands and you know teach them that you know there's there's other things that they can do besides you know typing away on a computer which we all of us end up doing most days all days but we certainly people that listen to this podcast certainly find the time and understand the importance of handwriting and being able to write cursive and being able to read cursive and even if you don't use cursive for the rest of your life it's a skill you need to have i firmly believe that um it just makes you a more rounded individual um I think it's a really, really perfect uh, project that uh, Linda has done, and uh, I love to see this succeed. So definitely take a look at this um, when you get a chance. All right, Mike. Woo, we're going long, but mm. that's good. Because I want to I end on this topic, because I want to put a call out to the listeners. So I've noticed in the past, really in the past year mostly, um, that the adult coloring has become a thing. Yep. It sounds so, it's a ridiculous name, right? To say adult coloring. It sounds funny. But I remember when I was a kid, I loved like the super detailed coloring books that I could use markers with. You know, this is way, you know, more than, you know, like your Disney coloring books. It's like, you know, coloring patterns and shapes and designs, super intricate stuff. Well, that's coming back as more people are getting into these analog tools that we talk about on this show. And it's kind of had a renaissance for people, you know, that correlate with the listeners of this show to have that peace of mind to break out a coloring book, sit down at a table for an hour and just start drawing. It's like a, it's a meditative thing. And it's really become a huge thing. And I remember vividly years ago um, reaching out to Joanna Basford, who has become the superstar of this industry, the adult coloring industry. And it was at a time before she was doing any of the adult coloring stuff. She did all these detailed drawings. And back when I was doing ink links, I would link to her and because she would do pen reviews like of pilot high tech C's and you know she now is sponsored by Statler um, using their pigment liners for her drawings I want to get her on the show and I'm going to do that it, it's funny I've gone to like her PR page like several times and started typing an email then like stopped I was like uh, she's got this book coming out <laughs> you know her, her latest her newest edition comes out in October um, it's a it's an ocean themed one I believe like she's done Enchanted Forest and Secret Gardens and she's done about four or five releases so far. So her new one's coming out in October. So I want to try to get her on the show. So I want to hear like this is a new thing to me, the the coloring part of it. I've been familiar with Joanna Joanna's work for years and years and years. But the adult coloring part is new to me. And I want to hear what our listeners think about this, what they what products they use, what pens work well in these types of books, um, things like that. So, you know, I, Cult Pens is actually jumping into this because uh, Joanna is a Brit. She's good people, Mike. Hmm. So uh, Cult Pens is in there. They're, you know, promoting her in, in some of her work and, you know, some of the pens. So wh what do you think about this? Can you, can you, I can see you getting into this, Mike. So this is why I put it in the show notes because I'm, I'm considering it. I might just go ahead and do it. I'll yeah. maybe buy one of Joanna's books. Yeah. I'm trying to wait till the uh, ocean one comes out or, or pre-order it. Um, I think I would enjoy that better than the, the garden and the forest, but they're so cool. Um, 
and people have starting to get a lot more emails. What pen should I use for my adult coloring books? It's pretty amazing to see like my inbox start to get into these little genres. And, um, you know, like, uh, like Miss Soup says in the, in the, in the, um, chat room, the Stabilo point 88 and Statler, uh, try, try liner, try, I forget the name of that pen. Those seem to be like a really good, um, really common theme. Uh, I know Joanna uses, uh, Statler to draw her stuff. So I'm sure she recommends that to color it as well. Yeah. There's so, yeah, a, uh, Statler try plus color pen desktop box here for 20. Yeah. They have Tombow. Okay. Although, so there's lots of uh, rainbow sets of markers. I'm just kind of uh, curious what what kind of works best because I haven't used any of these to know what the paper's like. Um, so I definitely would like some feedback on that from all the listeners. And uh, you know, me and Mike might start an uh, adult coloring uh, segment here on the show where we just color for like five minutes and it'll just be silence. <laughs> You're just here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay i'm switching to pink hang on i'm coloring the butterfly wings hang on hang on a second <laughs> yeah adult coloring we need a better name than adult coloring i'm i'm up for suggestions there yeah. um <laughs> that's a, i i'm having a tough time with that name i'm i'm gonna admit that that's we'll we'll have to figure something out maybe we can uh maybe we can uh, uh invoke change on that and uh i i promise you as soon as uh tonight i'm gonna email uh joanna's people because i can't reach her directly anymore because now she's a big deal um back in the day when she was just joanna um i look for some old emails i've switched email addresses a couple times and i can't find like her direct email anymore and it's probably long gone but um that was years ago before she was world famous and now she uh she is at the forefront of this movement so um I will do my best to get her on. Grown-up coloring. Okay, that's better. Grown-up coloring. Definitely better than adult coloring. Adult coloring is what you do at uh, Dr. Sketchy's. Um, those are those are pretty cool. I, I'm all about the adult adult coloring at Dr. Sketchy's. If you don't know what that is, Mike, you, could, you can look that up. I have no um, idea what you're talking about. Yeah, you will after the show. Just go look it up. It, it, it won't break your internet or anything. It's, it's not that bad, but that's adult coloring. So we'll go with grown-up coloring for this type of work, and uh, maybe we'll find some other things. Colt pens is out of stock on most of the Tri-Plus fine liners. I'm telling you, this is it's becoming a thing. Yeah, yeah how about just coloring? <laughs> That's totally appropriate. Well, in the UK, <laughs> we call it coloring in. Yeah. That's, that's what it's known as a kid. You call it coloring in, not coloring. Mm-hmm. You're coloring mm-hmm. in. So now I want to buy some of these, but they're all, all the ones I want are out of stock. Yeah, I, I might just have to go pre-order the uh, the ocean, um, whatever the ocean one's called. I'm not looking at it. So, so I want to buy it comes, comes some of these Statler it, fine liners, but they're all out of stock, Brad. <laughs> my, my worry is, you know, I, the kids are going to want to color in my adult coloring book, and I'm not going to want them to. Because they have the box of ten colors is in stock, but I feel like ten's not. I feel like ten's too few. I need twenty, <laughs> twenty colors. This How about I start off with ten? How about that? <laughs> there we go. Have you seen how detailed these drawings are, Mike? Oh, why are you doing this to me? <laughs> but it's the case of I can't buy them at all otherwise. Yep, yep. I, you can always start with ten, and when you wear those out, then you can just go for the twenty, replace the first ten. And uh, then you're in business. So there we go. Right. Okay. So I'm buying Joanna's The Secret Garden book mm-hmm. and the Statler Tri Plus Fine Liner Pen Assorted Box of 10. And I'm going right. to buy them from Colt Pens because obviously. Yeah. Uh, you'll have, you'll then, have them tomorrow at this point, even though it's like midnight over there. You'll have, The way they ship, <laughs> you'll have them tomorrow. I, w- I will definitely have them within the next two days if I'm ordering right. right now. And I'm making a note to email Joanna's people and see if I can get her on this show for at least 20, 30 minutes. Um, because I feel I'm, like she's probably going to be traveling for the release of this. I would imagine. I feel like I have a very forgiving girlfriend. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she, I don't know what she's going to think when, when these arrive, I feel like she forgives so, a lot of the weird things that I buy. <laughs> right. Or like she's uh-huh. kind of, she's over with the pen thing. Now she just knows, you know, he just gets his pens, yeah. loves his pens. But yeah. when a coloring in book and <laughs> a set of 10 fine colored fine liners arrives, I don't know what she's going to think. <laughs> she's going to join you. You better, uh, you better double the order. 
you know, maybe she will actually. So I've I've ordered those, and then uh, I'm gonna put a little uh, email me when in stock for these uh, <laughs> for the big set for the big for the big boy set. Oh, yeah. that's how you justify the big boy set. You're gonna share it with her. Yeah, look at that. Two books, one twenty pack. Done. Nailed it. All, All right. right. Look at us. Yeah, look at us with like a whole page left of show notes. Um, I was planning on having a guest this episode. Then once I started to see our notes, I knew I should probably. Uh, we haven't talked in a while, so uh, we had a lot to cover and we got a lot more to cover. But uh, this was a great episode, and um, you know, lots more to come as you always. Now there was this whole self promotion thing here at the, at the end, which I guess we can keep. But there's something that I did really want to mention. Okay. Uh, which is that we launched a new podcast at Relay FM today. Yes. We were um, talking about that in the chat room uh, prior to your arrival. It's called Thoroughly Considered. Um, and it's a show that uh, I am kind of narrating and helping put together for uh, and with Dan Provost and Tom Gerhardt of Studio Neat, who uh, you may know, they're makers of the Cosmonaut, the Glyph, the Neat Ice Kit. Um, and, and projects like that uh, they've simple been developing bracket. simple bracket yep they've been developing a new uh, project for kickstarter which just launched on kickstarter today called the obi um, and obi is a smart laser toy for pets that's what it is um, and we have been working together for a few months on a podcast and so the show will feature a mix of kind of interview but also clips from the from telephone calls and Skype calls and in-person meetings between Dan, Tom, and myself over the last six months. So they've been recording all of the big conversations they've been having about the design of Obi, um, and we're going to be using those to help tell the story. So Obi's currently available on Kickstarter. We're going to be putting out an episode a week during the campaign period, and then we might change it up a little bit to the frequency of the shows. Um, so we're looking to tell the story of how the product came to be, tell the story of being on Kickstarter, and then telling... Uh, all things uh, considered, if it gets funded, which I'm sure it will, uh, we'll also be telling the story of how a physical product is manufactured, um, which may, uh, if all goes well, include me going to China with the guys mm-hmm. to to detail what it's like to get manufacture done in China. Yeah, I'm pretty excited for this show and knowing uh, Tom and Dan like I do and how helpful they've been to me when I've had questions about, you know, making physical, they make physical products and, you know, they've been helpful to me, you know, with some questions I've had with Knock and with things that I'm doing. So I could not be more excited to um, to hear them on this show. It, it's going to be great. Yeah, so go check it out. That's at relay.fm slash TC. Um, and if you want to find that and the rest of our show notes for this week, head on over to relay.fm slash penaddict slash 173. Um, if you want to find Brad online, he is at Dowdyism on Twitter, D-O-W-D-Y-I-S-M. He is penaddict on Instagram and over at penaddict.com as well. And I am at iMike, I-M-Y-K-E, on Twitter and Instagram. Thanks again to our sponsors for this week, the great people over at Fracture and Squarespace. And we'll be back next time. Thank you so much for listening. Until then, say goodbye, Brad. Goodbye, Brad.